Hello and welcome back to another episode, the second episode of the week of the Start Simple podcast with me, Andy. I don't know what I was about to say, but hi, thank you as ever for listening. Um, so today's episode is is a classic with it being being recorded at least on the 1st of December. I don't know when you are listening to this, of course. And we're going to we're going to talk about the old classic at this time of the year. I'm going to wait till January. I'm just, I'm going to put it up. Do you know what? I'll start in Jan. I'll start New Year, New Me, by all that jazz. And why that's just a really, honestly, I think it's really silly. I I, I wish I had a better word to explain it. But I, I think some of this podcast is going to be pretty blunt. And I think that's sometimes what you need to hear. I, I think using that as a reason, no, not even a reason, it's an excuse saying, oh, I'm just going to start till January. I believe you're you're just putting something off. And I think that's because of your mindset and your approach to it. And even your confidence in being able to achieve the things that you want to achieve. Like, think about this. If you want, whatever it is, like fat loss, get confident, do you know, what, like a goal, it really doesn't matter. Why would you just, why would you put off getting closer to that? It doesn't make any sense. And I do, like, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that if you are in that mindset, because it's the same thing, right? This this is just the example at this time of year. But you see this, like, I'll wait till after summer's finished. I'll wait till the end of the school holidays. I'll wait until Easter's done or I'll wait till after my birthday. It's always waiting. In 12 months, there will be a good reason in your head every single month to put something off. It's just that this time of the year sees more people do it than normal. So that's what we're going to talk about, waiting until January. And you know why I don't mind being quite blunt about today's podcast? is because I had to call myself out on it this week. I had to sort of have a word with myself. And it was because, and hi Rob, if you listen to this podcast, it's because one of my clients, Rob, he messaged me. And if you've listened to any recent episodes, you'll know that I'm running a marathon next year. And it, it, that, that deeply bothers me. Um... <laughs> But Rob messaged me the other day and he said, oh, when are you starting your marathon training? And I replied to him, I'm waiting until January. And it was, I sort of sat on that a little bit. As soon as I'd sent him the message, I just, I had a little bit of time just thinking, that's the example that I would have been setting. I would have been telling one of my clients I'm putting something off. I would have been telling one of my clients I'm waiting until January. Why? Why would I not begin now? So I needed to hear what I'm about to talk about in this podcast now. I needed to hear it myself. Now, when I was talking about waiting until January, it was waiting specifically to get into my running training. And I can completely call myself out here. The reason that I keep saying that I was saying that I'll wait until January is because I know how hard I'm going to find it. I know I'm going to probably not enjoy aspects of it. I know that the way that I train and the way that I eat is going to have to change a little bit around it. I know that some of the exercises that I'm planning to to begin and put into my program are not my favourite exercises. And I was putting it off because ultimately I knew it would be hard work. But that's no reason to avoid doing something. If something's going to be hard work, you can almost be certain that it's going to be rewarding too. And putting off that hard work every day, every week, every month that you delay and you delay, then the time that you start becomes even harder. I actually don't think January is necessarily a great time to start. I think a lot of people start like the 1st of January when 
you've eaten and drunk, and don't get me wrong, I'll be doing all these things myself, but you've eaten, you've drunk, your sleep has been shit, you're out of routine, and all, all of a sudden you think on the 1st of January things are just going to magically feel great after that being the previous week. I actually don't think January is the time to start. I think January is a fantastic time to start if you do the things that I'm about to tell you in this podcast. Because when I say start, I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm completely realistic. I know through my conversations with clients that this time of year, being in a deficit is just not as easy to achieve because of how much you've got going on, because of the environment you'll be surrounded by. And then, of course, Christmas and a new year and everything that comes with that. But that implies that you have to be in a deficit to start. And it implies that you can only make a start when everything can be perfect. And it's just not true. So I'm going to talk a little bit about training, nutrition, and then give you some steps, in my opinion, that will help, particularly for those of you who are sort of in that boat of, I'll wait, I'll put it off. I'm just going to hang on. And hopefully by the end of this podcast, you realize that you're not that person and you don't need to wait. So training first, right? Training is the one thing that gets me when it's put, being put off, when you're like, I'll start at the gym in January, I'll start doing this in January, whatever. Because training is, training's there for your life. Training is something you should be doing all year round. You'll have heard me say this on the podcast enough times. Training isn't something that, like your body isn't going to be like, ah, oh, we're having a we're having a month off exercise because it's it's winter. Nah, nah, nah. Come on, training is something that you should be doing all year round. Now I'll talk a little bit about how we can adapt your training, maybe at this time of year if you've got a bit less time in your hands. But it shouldn't be that you're putting it off. And also, if you are somebody who's new to the gym, not even new to the gym, anybody. I absolutely love the gyms in December, and the reason is it's quieter. If you're new to the gym, if you're a bit anxious about training, if you're trying to learn a new movement, there's probably no better time to start getting into that routine in December. The gym's going to be quieter. You're going to have more time, more equipment to yourself, and you won't have those sort of after-work rushes where things are absolutely crazy. But training shouldn't be something that's put off. Nutrition, right? And honestly, your nutrition over the course of this month is going to be shaped by your habits that you've already got. If you are um in a healthy routine with eating if you eat regular protein regular meals all the good stuff that i talk about fruit veggies then what you're doing now doesn't necessarily have to change but if you're not doing those things already who do you think gets better results person a who decides in january they're going to make all these habits start sticking or person b who starts working on those habits now we both know it's going to be person B. And listen, it might be that you don't have everything's perfect. It's probably not going to be. But there's no reason through December that you can't still make sure you eat protein. There's no reason through December you can't keep to your regular meals during the week. There's no reason that you can't make sure you're hydrated. Again, this sort of starting in January implies that you have to have everything perfect in place to start. But if you begin to build what I would call realistic habits now, then you're going to go into the new year with those things already in place instead of being on the back foot and having to start two, three weeks. And before you know it, starting in January actually means not really making progress until February. And we don't do that here. The other thing that, I mean, this won't surprise you. There's an awful lot of studies that are done around weight gain, about the weight gain in December. And it's super common for weight to be gained in December. On average, I think it's a kilogram that most people will gain in December. However, it's also shown 
that that kilogram is often not lost. Now that's okay. You might lose and, and maintain and, and drop a bit over the year and then gain a bit over the year, but over the long term, that kilogram stays on. One year, not a major difference. Two years, not huge. But 10, 15, 20, 25 years down the line, if you're constantly never losing that kilogram and your average weight goes up over years and years, which is what happens, weight gain doesn't happen. This is why you won't really hear me talking about weight gain over Christmas. Nobody's going to put on a load of weight because of the 24th, 25th and 26th of December. Almost nobody will gain a, a, a large amount of body fat because of those three days. Remember, scale weight is not body fat. But the people who completely relax the whole month of December and begin to ignore the diet and begin to ignore things like going for a walk and the things that they do all year round. Well, if you're doing that every single December, then if you're listening to this podcast in 20 years by now, you'll realize the impact that's had on you. And maybe listening to this podcast and, and that actually sounds like you where without really realizing it in four, five, six years, weight gain has just slowly happened. And that's why. That can often be the reason why is that for a month, six weeks of the year, you just, you, you're neglecting yourself. That's what it is. Not prioritizing nutrition training, not looking after yourself. It, 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 it's self-neglect. Now, again, what that looks like doesn't always have to be like a million miles an hour. But if you're just going to completely forget your, your health for six weeks, what sense does that make? We don't need to wait until January to begin to make positive change. Now, the things that I would say to people, firstly, and again, this is quite blunt, but it's just recognize it and step up a little bit. Like I said, I noticed it myself this week and I was like, no, nah, come on, that's silly. Like I'm going to be making sure now I get one and two runs a week, making sure that I just begin to build a little bit. So when I do begin properly in January, when I've got that bit more time on my hands, I'm not doing it from a place of having to start running properly for the first time. I'm not, my body's not having to completely adapt to a new training program. It's okay, cool. You've got a baseline now. Yeah, you, you've eaten a little bit of turkey. Yeah, you've had a few drinks. But we're not having to completely start off here. We've got a baseline. And that's what I'd say for a December. Build a baseline. Mentally step up for yourself. Recognize, are you that person who, in your head, lets yourself off the hook a little bit? And you're like, nah, nah, it don't really matter. It does matter. You're talking about yourself here. Of course it matters. This is you. So yeah, you do have to step up that little bit. And this is right. This is what I say to so many people. Do you know, like your your answer a lot of the time would be like, oh yeah, but fucking Karen bought in so much chocolate and then I've got this hollow Santa that's staring at me in the kitchen and like, you do realise that chocolate is the same all year round. It's just different packaging. The chocolate you're eating at Christmas is the same as Easter. It's the same as Valentine's Day. It's the same as what you get for your birthday and whatever, like, over time of the year you eat chocolate. It's marketing. It's packaging. You can snack on chocolate anytime you want. You don't need to sit and justify it and be like, ah, well, you know, it is Christmas. No. If you want it, have it. But you can also have it in January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Just because food is marketed a little bit differently. And yeah, you are exposed to a little bit more. It's the same thing. This this is probably a deeper conversation to have. But if that is you, this comes from your relationship with food. And it comes from working on your relationship with food. And understanding that no food is ever off limits. No food is ever a complete yes all the time. No food is a complete no all the time. It's about understanding your goals, understanding your choice-making decisions. No food is 
only there at Christmas. Maybe mince pies, but you can still probably get them through the rest of the year. And when you realise that, you, you realise you have your ability to make the same choice that you do in December as you do in the middle of the year. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because something is packaged differently. And then all of a sudden you just feel that can just give you that little bit of control back. Where you're just like, actually, no, maybe tomorrow. Maybe we'll hit. But if you say to yourself, oh, December's the only month where I can have all this. I'm just going to I'm going to have it all now and then I'll stop it. No, that doesn't work. And, you know, it doesn't work. What I quite like to do with clients throughout this time of year is use ranges. Now, I use ranges with calorie targets quite often anyway. I would probably broaden those ranges. So in calorie target instance, it might be um, a six, seven hundred calorie range. So the lower end, I don't know, let's say it's two thousand to the higher end, two thousand seven hundred. That would probably be, even for myself, I'd probably be doing something quite similar to that this time of year. I'd say the same with training. I'd say if you're normally training four times a week, but you know you're a little bit busier, well, let's set a bare minimum where we aim for between two and four. And that way you're not going to stress if you miss one training session. Same with steps. Steps don't have to be hit 10k every day. Might be some days you hit six, some days you're out for a winter walk with the family, you hit 15. But you just begin to build those targets in. So it's not set in stone. It's not like, oh my God, I have to do this every day. But it's there and it's there and it's keeping you with some sort of routine and some sort of structure. Putting off what you're trying to achieve for what, 31 days? Like I said, there's somebody who's going to listen to this podcast and you're going to listen to my advice and you'll be like, nah, do you know what? I'm going to switch on. I'm going to get myself in a good place. Somebody's going to listen to this podcast and completely ignore it. Which person's going to make better results? Which person's going to feel better going into the new year? Which person's going to make more progress? We both know that. If that hit home a little bit and you're like, I need that kick up the arse, drop me a message. Let me help you. Um, if you've got questions, if there's anything you're not sure on, please just ask. Share the podcast as always. But like I said, you have a choice to make. You either get in your own head and you tell yourself that you can't start for another month or you accept that, yes, this month is going to get, look different, but it doesn't mean you can't do anything at all. And that, my friends, is all I have to say about that. Hopefully you found the podcast useful. As always, you got questions, you need anything, let me know. If you listen, tag me on Instagram. See you next time.